Hello, Blood Red listeners. Hope you're well and enjoying the first anniversary of Liverpool for Barcelona nil. I also hope you've had the chance to listen to our special documentary, looking back on that magical evening, which we've called the inside story of Anfield's greatest night. And just to round off the anniversary, we've decided to republish our post-game podcast from the actual night itself. It's our most listened to and downloaded podcast we've ever done. It features our former Liverpool FC correspondent, James Pearce, Jurgen Klopp's press conference after the match and many of our regular fan callers into the post-game podcast, which we all hope will be back soon. Hopefully it captures the emotion and the euphoria of what really was an evening that will never be forgotten. This is the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo, giving you the inside track on all the big talking points from Anfield. Hello, it's Paul Wheelock and welcome to the post-game podcast to react to what will go down as one of the greatest nights in Liverpool Football Club's history. The Reds came from 3-0 down from the first leg to win their semi-final second leg with Barcelona 4-0 to qualify for the Champions League final for the second season running. It's very hard to put into words what was witnessed at Anfield on Tuesday night, but thankfully we have plenty of people who are able to do that magnificently on this podcast. None better, of course, than our Liverpool FC correspondent James Pearce, who kicks us off with his brilliant an emotional take on a match that will never ever be forgotten. Then we'll hear every word of Jurgen Klopp's must-listen press conference that took place after the game. Then we'll hear the verdicts of the first of our eight callers into this show, and that's Ross Strachan, Simon Donnelly and Matt Addison. Then I'll read out some of the messages that have been left on our Blood Red podcast Facebook page before we hear from two more Liverpool fans who were at the game, Sam Planch and Matt Whitty. There'll be more messages from the Facebook page after that before we wrap up with the thoughts of three more Red supporters Alex Watt, Mark Baker and Owen Thomas. I'm not going to lie to you, it's a bumper podcast, but I'm pretty sure it's one you're going to enjoy. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. Well, this historic arena has witnessed many remarkable things over the years, but nothing quite like this. This will go down arguably as the greatest night in Anfield history. A night when Liverpool didn't just beat, but humiliated mighty Barcelona 4-0 to book their passage to the Champions League final in Madrid. I think the scenes after the final whistle tonight, they won't ever be forgotten by those who were privileged enough to be here. It was just a a staggering, staggering effort. You know, talk about triumphing in the face of adversity. Liverpool had been written off after that first leg in the new Camp six days ago, beaten 3-0. Even Klopp himself was was pretty downbeat yesterday in terms of, you know, a heavy dose of realism and talking about, you know, just what a huge mountain it was that Liverpool had to climb. But they scaled Everest here tonight, and I mean, you just you run out of superlatives to describe this squad. You know, let's just put that into context. Not only have they overturned a three-goal deficit against Barcelona, including Lionel Messi, the, the greatest player on the planet, they've also done it. Um, against a team that effectively had the whole weekend off. Uh, Valverde was able to make 11 changes um, when Liverpool had that energy-sapping league game up at Newcastle. And that was Liverpool without Mo Salah. It was Liverpool without Roberto Firmino. It was Liverpool without Naby Keita. And they lost Andy Robertson to injury at half-time as well. So just, you know, heroes emerged in absolutely all departments tonight. Um, I mean, Divock Origi's early goal set the tone. I mean, he's, you know, it's been an absolutely fairy tale season for him, hasn't it? When you think he hasn't played a huge amount of football yet. You know, the hero in the Merseyside derby here, the hero again up at Newcastle. But tonight surpasses all of that. You know, uh, to score twice 
against Barcelona to, to take Liverpool through to the Champions League final. Um, you know, Origi taking the fast track to legendary status. Um, you know, that early goal when he tucked away, uh, tucked away the rebound after Henderson's shot had been saved. You know, that, that enabled Liverpool to just keep on feeding off the energy from the stands. It was the dream start. And they kept going and going. I think you'd have to make a special mention tonight of, um, of Alisson Becker. You know, he was abs- an absolute colossus for Liverpool. You know, Barcelona were always going to get chances, but time and time again, you know, his reflexes were, were absolutely spot on. Pulled off some big, big saves you know, in front of him. Matip and, and Van Dijk kept putting their bodies on the line. And then you know, I thought Jordan Henderson, what a captain's performance from him. Fabinho excelled alongside him as well. Um, I mean, second half, I mean, Gini Wijnaldum, again, what a season the Dutchman's had. Twice in the space of three minutes after coming off the bench, he scored to lift the roof off this place. Um, just, just unbelievable from uh, from the Dutchman. You know, the first one, Trent Alexander-Arnold uh, drilled a low cross in. Went out and you know just wanted it more. Got there ahead of Vidal, thumped a low finish um, past Ter Stegen, and then the uh, his second one, Shakiri with a quality delivery, and then there was Wijnaldum soaring at the near post, heading into the top corner. And at, at that point, you know, you wondered whether it might it might take the game to extra time. That was what we were heading for. We were 11 minutes away from that prospect when um, you know, the, uh, the thrilling final uh, sting in the tail as far as uh, Liverpool were concerned came along and uh, it, was, it was all down to the vision, ingenuity and expert execution of Trent Alexander-Arnold. Um, Barcelona absolutely shambolic in terms of how they switched off at a corner. Trent Alexander-Arnold shaped initially like he was going to walk away from the ball to let Shakiri take it, then darted back whipped it low towards the six-yard box and there was Origi to slam the ball home and uh, you know, spark absolutely manic celebrations inside this ground. So um, it's just, it's, uh, it's a difficult one to make sense of. You know, it, it, uh, you know if someone had told me yesterday that, uh, that Liverpool would win 4-0 here tonight and march on to Madrid, you know, you'd have just dismissed it as a, as a, as a, as a piece of fiction. But... It's glorious reality, and uh, you know when you think 24 hours ago, Liverpool fans were sat at home, pretty demoralised, having watched City strike late to uh, to go back to the top of the Premier League table. You felt as if you know th- this Liverpool team was going to end the season empty-handed. Now, they're 90 minutes away from lifting the European Cup for a sixth time in Madrid on June the first, and uh, and really exercising those demons from uh, from Kiev a year ago. So. Um, just an absolutely unforgettable night here at Anfield and uh, a privilege to be able to say that we were there. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. Jürgen, congratulations again. Uh, all you've experienced in football, where does that rank? Sum it all up for us. Top three, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, and it's a special night. Very special. Um... Winning against Barcelona is obviously one of the most difficult things in in world of football. Winning against Barcelona when you're actually 3-0 down makes it not easier. Um, We had to score four goals uh, and was not allowed to concede pretty much. Made it again more difficult, so we didn't really think about it, to be one of us and honest. We we tried to build on the performance at, at Barcelona. 
of all the good things we did there and tried to win the game step by step. So we have the ball, we attack with what, whatever we have and can throw on the pitch. They have the ball, we defend with whatever we have. And um, that made it a really special game. It was really um, difficult to play against us tonight. I have to say what the boys did and that was one that this mix of uh, again of big heart and, and, and football skills. It's unbelievable. But then how we know and we didn't learn it in the first game, we knew it before already if you have chances you have to score because otherwise um, you get punished. Um, tonight we scored in different ways. And um, I said it so often now but it's it's the thing what made it really possible, and I said to the boys before the game, I, I'm, I, I don't think it's possible, but because it's you, I think we have a chance. Because they are really mentality giants, it's unbelievable. It's after the season we played, the games we had, the injuries we have now in this moment. I'd, if you go out there um, and ask who, who bet the penny on us, I don't think you find you, you find a lot of people. So and and then going out there and putting a performance like this on the pitch is is unbelievable. I'm 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 really proud uh, to be the the manager of this of this team. It's unbelievable. But what they did tonight is so special. And um, yeah, I will rem remember it forever, 100. Because. I don't know if it happened before and I don't know if it can happen again. I really don't know. And um, boys did it and so it was brilliant. One more Vinny, then I'm going to pass the microphone over that, that way. So how does it feel now, Jürgen, to know that you are two wins away from delivering one trophy, possibly two now? Sorry again, we don't think about it. it of course, when you, we go to the final and last year... Um, last year... When we were in Kiev, it was not brilliant, and we actually the plan was to go to Madrid and and get it in there. Then finally, that was the plan actually, and now we go there in three weeks' time. That's like a proper we had in the in the summer, not that such a long preseason together. So I'm really looking forward to that. Um, yeah, and, and, and with the with the um, Premier League, nothing changed really. Eh? So um, we have to be we, we knew we have to win the game on against Wolves. And then we will see what happens around. So obviously tonight was really intense, um, and um, we started without Sadio. Uh, we started without um, Bobby, Mo, and Navi. Ox not available, but only we rested him to be hopefully an option for the weekend. Um, then Hendo got an unbelievable kick against his knee. He didn't feel his patella. No, that doesn't help, obviously, in football. Um, life. Um, and, and Robo got a, a proper, uh, got the heel, I think, of, of Suarez against his calf. So you saw both limping. Then Verge goes down, then Sadio goes down, and you think just, okay, it would help if he could finish the game with 11. Eh? So um, we will see. We again try to collect the bones and, um, and, and go. Um, Again, against Wolves. Okay, I'm going to pass the microphone over. We'll get to you, Jonathan, but just it's easier to go to the gentleman there. Oh. Very lazy from you there, Vinny, if you don't mind me saying. And then we'll go to Jonathan afterwards, yes. Is it Spanish? Hello. No, I can't do it in English. Good night. Um, do you think that Barca players have felt the, the, the fear of the stadium or that they remind the, the defeat of the, the last year 
in, in Rome in any moment? Oh, you have to ask at Barca, huh? but I don't know. It's, um, I, I, I thought we were really difficult to play tonight. <laughs> really difficult. We had one or two nights like this before. Um, and uh, I, can't, I can't really say a lot about Barca, to, to be honest. We, we thought we were, um, our performance was better than 3-0 at Barca. And tonight, probably Barca's performance was better than the 4-0 here. But it's a competition where you have to score the goals. They didn't. We did tonight. We scored one more. We, we all know that you need luck in this situation. Or a genius moment like Trent Alexander-Arnold. Wow. I saw the ball flying in the net and had no clue who took the corner and who scored. Because I, that was too quick for me. Um, now I saw it back and it's just incredible. Smart. Two players only connected in this moment it was enough that was oh my god how how that's yeah genius Jonathan uh, Jürgen do you think the result would have been the same if you'd played in an empty stadium uh, what do you think the result would have been the same if you played in an empty stadium no nope. <laughs> chance we know that this club is the mix um, of atmosphere emotion desire and football quality without you cut off one it doesn't work we know that I said it before for me this club if I have to describe it and it's a big heart and tonight it was obviously like crazy what is it bound no what if the heart is doing this pounding pounding like crazy and you could hear it probably and feel it all over the world so it's just unbelievable I'm so happy that we could give the people this this experience and I'm really happy about having another chance um, to get the things right from our point of view obviously okay. pass it to uh, Ollie Hop apologies you're running some miles up here there we go and then we'll go to uh, Matt afterwards so Ollie then Matt Jürgen we we, um, we know you've had big nights before as a manager at Dortmund and everything huge nights that are very emotional but is that this kind of night the the reason the kind of reason why you came to Liverpool because it because it's a club that can produce nights like this? If I would have known exactly, yes, but I didn't know exactly. It's like I, I heard about, but when you work for Dortmund, it's difficult to imagine that there's somewhere an, an, an atmosphere like this is possible. And I, I really, I really love Dortmund atmosphere, and Malaga was special, really special. Um, so the good thing is I don't have to compare. But if I would have known that it's like this, I, I would have signed a much smaller contract, probably. So um, <laughs> it's um, um, it's yeah. I I I'm really thankful that I'm really I, I mean it. I'm really thankful that it's that um, I can be part um, of something like that because it's so special. Eh? It's so special. It just it's just. Um, yeah, amazing. Un unbelievable. Okay, last couple of guys. Matt and... Yeah, you're gonna, it'll be compared a lot to the miracle of Istanbul, but uh, in, in some ways, do you feel it was sort of less freakish in the sense that you knew your players were capable of, of something? How can you be sure before a game? I'm not sure if I said it here because I gave already 500 interviews tonight, but I, I said to the boys, I'm, I'm, I, think it's, I think it's impossible, but because if you, we have a chance, so we believed in this chance. That's the, that's the only thing. We didn't compare it with Istanbul or whatever. Said, we said it from the beginning. 
the boys, we want to create our own history, not because we are not happy about having the history of the club. No, because we have we need new chapters, obviously. And the boys did it already. That's unbelievable. Um, I know what people say about me and we're losing finals and stuff like that. So absolutely right and okay and everything. But we were. It's a, it's a fourth final in in that time as well. We are in, and that's um, that's pretty special already. And now, um, yeah. last year we really felt. We have to go back. <laughs> that was it. After giving, we have to go back. We cannot let it stand like this. That's uh, that's not that's not possible. And now we get another chance, and we, we will go for that, of course. Um, but it's yeah, it's it's, it's um, I, I'm not sure if it will happen again because it's 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 so special. But the boys did tonight. When I saw the boys after the game went there, and I saw tears in their eyes and stuff like that. That's and that, that's football, and they are professionals, and it's still like this. This club touches you like, like crazy. It's it's like you 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 feel much more than others. I don't know. That's in these moments. So it's really great. I, I love it. Okay, guys, you've done eleven interviews, but we'll call it there unless there's anything uh, else from the people. Thank you very much. Go on, Raf. Go on, then final one. Did last night's game have any impact on the psychology of the team? Because the fans were a little bit disappointed last night. Oh, I can imagine. I can imagine. But I know we 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 had today this morning a meeting, a set piece meeting, and then asked before we started, ask anybody want to talk about last night? No, then we don't talk about it. So let's go. Um, it was always for us. It was always clear that really clear for us um, that we have to play um, the final, the last match day, and that's what we have to try now. Obviously, with all. Um, we will see how big the problems are um, uh, um, what we have, but we will fight again. And I'm now I'm 100. I know I knew it before, but now especially, the atmosphere will be brilliant, and they have to push us again because it's a difficult game on Sunday. We have to win that, what is already difficult enough. That didn't change, and then we will see what happened in the other stadium. But um, yeah, when company shoots a ball from pretty much 30 yards in in in, in this, the scores go like this. Said, and <laughs> yeah. What can you say? Yeah? The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. So we awesome win this with his thoughts on the Liverpool v Barcelona game. What has just happened? We've won the game 4-0. European royalty. We're in another European Cup final. I can't believe what I've just witnessed. The team were magnificent, the fans were magnificent and it's nothing more than we deserved as fans, as players, as staff, everything. We are incredible, the team never gives up, the fight by the team, we've lost our main man, Divock Origi is there causing chaos and... I've just absolutely drained from what's just happened. Liverpool Football Club have took me to levels that I'd never thought I'd ever go to. And still, we're here believing in what we can do. Another European Cup final. I'm absolutely on cloud nine. I was going to be getting a last train home. But there's absolutely no chance. We're into town with the lads and we're getting on the lash. Liverpool Football Club, I love you more than anything. Now, Sunday is a total free hit. I couldn't give a monkeys now. 
We've got nothing to lose. We've got this lovely, lovely European Cup final to look forward to. I'm so emotional about what's just happened. I think we're going to win it. You know, we deserve to win something. The team is incredible. What we've just done to Messi, Suarez and co. You know, no one's ever done that. We've absolutely dismantled them. The fans... The crowd were magnificent tonight. I'm absolutely overjoyed. On words almost don't even describe the way I feel. But we're there. We're in the final. We go to yet again another European Cup final. And I just can't believe it. I can't believe it. A couple of plays were magnificent. I thought Joel Matip tonight... You know, dealing with Messi and Suarez and co. Joel Matip was an absolute colossus. To get that man in on a free transfer and for what he's delivered, he is incredible. No one talks about Matip. Matip was incredible tonight. And obviously you've got Origi, pops up with the goals. But you know what? From front to back, on the bench, everyone who's involved deserves all the credit. I've never been prouder of the team than I am tonight. And there's been some incredible nights following Liverpool. Some incredible nights. But I'll honestly say that has got to be right up there for what we just achieved. European royalty. We're going to the final yet again. The double is possibly still on. Come on, Liverpool. This is Simon Donnelly, LFC Geordie member for the Liverpool Echo. Doing my report, walking across the cemetery tonight. It's not too cold, but I thought I'd better get it in there before A, my phone dies with all the messages I've been getting and before B, my voice finally gives up the ghost. That was, without a doubt, the best football match I've ever been to in my entire life. I was unfortunate not to be able to go to Istanbul in 2005, so I stand by that statement that that was the best football match I've ever been to in my life. To come back from 3-0 down against Barcelona to beat them... 4-3 on aggregate and score four goals at our gaff is off the scale. I've never felt such emotion in a football match. I've just been hugging people I've never met in my life. My little boy was close to tears at one point when the last goal went in. By the way, special mention for Trent Alexander-Arnold for seeing what no one else could see when he took that corner. I think it was for Divock's goal at the end there. That is just out of this world. Never seen anything like it. I believe we will now go on and win this thing. As of yesterday, when Vincent Company's goal went in, I thought everything was finished. I couldn't, I almost, almost didn't want to go tonight. Thank God I did. That is the best game I've ever seen. Uh, Madrid, unlike the Ukraine, happily, is drivable. I think it's going to be a party in Madrid, full of scousers, and I believe we're going to go on now and win win this thing we're going to win it six times in Madrid come on you Reds hello it's Matt Addison for the post-match podcast after Liverpool 4 Barcelona 0 the best European game at Anfield ever and that is saying something I didn't give us a chance but I should know by now that you do not write this team off you just don't no matter the circumstances no Salah no Firmino no Cater, no Chamberlain and yet they still did it to score four times without reply against that Barcelona team, with Messi, with Suarez, with Busquets, and with Coutinho. Incredible. Liverpool needed to score first, have any chance whatsoever, 
and that's exactly what they did. It was a great start, and to get it that early was exactly how the ideal scenario had played out in everyone's heads prior to kickoff. Imagine calling this team bottlers. Tonight showed incredible character, and after being so low last night, when Leicester went so close to putting the league in our hands, it's such a contrast this evening. Divock Origi has gone from looking like he'd never wear that Liverpool shirt ever again, to scoring decisive goals all over the shop this season. If his Everton heroics weren't enough for a statue, his double here might just be. Jordan Henderson as well, when he went down in that first half, I was having flashbacks to Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain's injury last season. But he got up, he ran it off, and he was ultimately, ultimately superb. No, he's not Steven Gerrard, but he deserves a night like this, where he was instrumental. That was another performance from him of the absolute highest possible standing. And you can see what it means to him. Just like the rest of the lads, there's not one person in that group that it doesn't mean the absolute world to be there. As supporters, you cannot ask for much more than that. Joel Matip and Virgil van Dijk were up against the greatest player ever to play the game tonight. And they were both superb. They didn't give Messi a kick all game. And Alisson between the sticks had limited stuff to do. The stuff he did have to do, he did it. As usual, with absolute aplomb. Gini Wijnaldum would have been gutted not to start tonight, but he more than made up for that. Three goals now for Liverpool in Champions League semi-finals. That is some record. Zedan Shakiri stepped up as well, especially second half. He wasn't really at it in the first period. At times he was almost as bad as the referee, but certainly in the second 45 minutes he was much, much better. Trent Alexander-Arnold as well. Absolutely delighted for him. That corner kick was possibly the best assist I've ever seen. A moment of true, true genius from a 20-year-old kid at the end of the day. I'm sure I've missed people out. They were all absolutely superb from start to finish. And it doesn't matter who Liverpool get in the final. We're the favourites. Imagine saying that when Jurgen Klopp arrived back in 2015. Back-to-back Champions League finals and whoever we play in Madrid will go in as absolute clear favourites. If Brighton can do something on Sunday, this would be the greatest week, not just in Liverpool's history, but probably in football's too. And after tonight, you just never know. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. Thank you very much to Ross, Simon and Matt. Now it's time for the first load of messages that have been left on our Blood Red podcast Facebook page. Dominic McDonald said, Klopp, a man of inspiration. He put faith in a weaker side and made it work. Stunning. Ben Wood said, how many times are we going to do this? No Bobby, no Mo, no Robbo, no problem. Dylan Bassey said, this level of passion, loyalty and support is far too great for any other club to even come close to. David Michael Tobin said, you don't get this with any other team. Ibrahim Ololede, Arolo said, what a game, we were amazing, the energy was superb, we did the same thing first leg but this time we scored, I never thought I would see an Istanbul again, I'm in heaven, Andy Odka said, Big Divi is a really good option in the absence of any of the front three, scores goals in big games, needs to be first sub a lot more next season, great belief and desire from all the team to go on and get that result, special mention for Trent's quick thinking on the corner, unbelievable game, Rod Dixon said, we are the best team in the world, that corner of Trent's was the work of a genius, 
to see Suarez look dejected after he kicked Andy Robertson off the field only for Genie to score two beauties minutes into the second half is something I will cherish. Kev Benson said wow, just wow. Robin Nicholson said people say we need depth, what do they say now? Mark Donoghue said they thought we were out, they thought we were done but the cop raised a shout and the semi was won. That's the best poem I can come up with at the moment as I am in bits. I'm sure you're not the only one mate. Wolf von Haven said I am actually speechless, that was such an incredible night. Jurgen Klopp is a genius and we are more than a team, we are a family. Everyone was magnificent but Fabinho was my man of the match. Jesse Farmer said I can't believe what I've just seen but I always believed. That's what this club does to us. What heart and effort from an understrength side, just one game away and recovery time on our side. Come on you glorious Reds. Fran Fagan said is there anything that is beyond this team? Wow, just wow. Legends and the dream lives on. Ivan Blumberg said wow. David Gravestock said oh my god what can you say about that? To a man absolutely immense. Divock again Genie, wow but that vision from Trent incredible moments of the season. Barca wrestled to pieces. Love these boys to the bottom of my heart. Expects to see crowdfunding please for a big Divock tattoo. Raja Mukaji said love this team. Have lost my voice shouting at the TV. I wish I was there. Jimmy Samuel said what can I say but wow I have faith. I believe we are Reds. Great game. Great results. Greatest comeback. Mark Hodgson said we are Liverpool. We never give up. We never walk alone. Much love all you Reds. Anything can happen. Simon Griggs said this surpasses anything else. James Philpot said making the impossible since 1892. I'm proud to be a Red. Right I'll now hand you over to Sam Planch and Matt Whitty. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. Okay, so I'm just back from the game. Um, I've calmed down considerably now. It's just an absolute, absolute emotional roller coaster tonight. Going into the game, I didn't, you know, I did. My head was telling me, you know, we can't do it, but my heart was telling me, well, you know, let's go to the game. Let's let's give it all. Let's believe. And I thought, no, no, Salah. Um, we didn't score an away goal, which I thought would have been crucial. We were three down against all the odds. But I said to the guy next to me in the copper said, at 1-0, the atmosphere was phenomenal and all the players were running around, giving their all. And, and on paper there, man for man, they had a better team. Honestly, they had more ability on the pitch, Barcelona, tonight. because, But the our players showed true grit and heart. But what I said to the fella anyway next to me, um, and the copper said, I'm just so proud of, of, of this team and this club anyway because the fans were being phenomenal. It, it was really good to see. And I didn't think at that stage we were going to do it, I just didn't think it. And, and there's so many, you, we can't even rattle through like who was good and bad because they were all brilliant. I mean, Alison made some boss saves. I thought Matty was a class act. Trent in the second half was unbelievable. You know, Milner done a, a proper Milner job on, and Fabinho got booked early on, but just kept on going, winning headers, crunching challenges. Henderson ran everywhere. You know, you could go through them all. Tiafoe, you know, how many important goals does this lad lad score? Manny was a menace. He, he carried the, you know, he carried the threat. And listen, I think the, the overwhelming statements here. I mean, I, I'm saying, I'll be honest, I'm just trained, but. Um, is yeah we've done the comeback we've gone the final lap, but what Klopp's brought back to this club is the never say die spirit that we always had under your Shankleys under your Paisleys under your Daglishes and Fagans and 
it, it was never give up, never see die. The spirit was there, and and it, and it's back. And basically now, you know, we we've ran City close. We might nick it. It's looking the odds against us. But you know what? We're right in the mix, and and, and we were winning every game, and never see die, never give up, and we've just got a final here. It's ap- It's an absolute privilege to watch this team and this club, to just be a part of it. The fans are united again. The club's united. It's just great. It's absolutely phenomenal. And you know, I just, I just, I just feel privileged that my dad supported this team, which meant I did because it's just, it's just. I can't even describe it. It's brilliant. Absolutely phenomenal. And they just deserve, they deserve it. They, they, they deserve it. I mean, the best player in the world was on the pitch there tonight. And the pool were amazing. I mean, I, I could, I could, I could, I could ramble on all night, but it, it was emotional. It, it, it was emotional. There was loads of pride, loads of spirit, and it's spectacular. I mean, it. I wish to be honest, I'd have videoed myself in the cup because it was like, you know. I was like a big soft kid jumping up and down, and uh, that's probably why I sound so tired now. But oh, it was worth every. It, listen, I was there the Chelsea one nil um, in the semi, the week I see ago, and the atmosphere that night because we were so far behind that club at that time, um, in terms of league and everything. The atmosphere was phenomenal to get to Istanbul. Uh, that in the context of everything. The hard season we've had all the players we had out and the Barcelona side we faced there and we were three down. I think it tops the lot that I've been to. It tops the absolute lot. I've been to some boss games. It's just a privilege the the, the, the club and everything, just the manager, the fans. What a club. I love this club. The, the club, the team, just absolutely brilliant. I as Matt Whitty reflecting on Liverpool's incredible 4-0 win against Barcelona and Anfield this evening to send us through to the Champions League final of course our B team did it of course our B team did it was it ever in doubt perhaps just magnificent I can't give any analysis it's just I can't I can't I can't it was just bouncing in the cop bouncing on the way out Divock Origi cementing his legendary status. Genie Wijnaldum, perhaps the greatest substitution that there's ever been. It's absolutely immense. And yeah, definitely glad I booked those tickets to Madrid. And yeah, we're in the final. Of course we are. Absolutely made up. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. Okay, we've now got a load more messages from our Blood Red podcast Facebook page to read out. Philip Tart said, I'm convinced we don't like to do things easy just so we get nights like these up there with Istanbul. Nick LFC said, this team produces another absolute Anfield cracker. No Salah, no Firmino, the boys did it. A team of heroes, Madrid, here we come. Byron Holt said, this team, doubters to believers, I I genuinely believe over two legs we are the greatest side in the world. Is Nick number six coming home? Glenn A. Dunn said, that was astonishing, lad. 
lads. What a performance, which, to be honest, I didn't see coming. They are all heroes. We look like the walking wounded at the end. Who's fit for Sunday? Let's just enjoy the next two days first. Sarah Salah, who could be Mo's sister, said, I have nothing but pride for my team, even though I love Bobby and Salah. The boys really did brilliant and proved that each one of them are heroes. Trent is just wow. Brendan Parsons said, how many late winners does Divo Carigi have to score before he gets his statue? Raju Dub said, anything is impossible for those who believe, and believe they did. Incredible comeback. Never say die. We never know when we're beaten. Dominic McKeown said, we can put the Messi-Ronaldo debate to bed once and for all. The best player in the Europe. Divock Origi. Ryan Mervyn said, How can you even try to describe what happened there tonight? Good luck, boys. I'll see you in Madrid. Mike Jameson said, Great performance. Every player did their best. Top team never give up. Tony Mangan said, I watched it in the middle of the night in Shandong Presence in China. So proud of Liverpool. This was better than Istanbul. I'm actually in the middle of a six year walk around the world. So with the Mighty Reds, I guess it's a case you will never walk alone. Alan Salesby said, Bring on the double. Sarah Downey Ruiz Velasco said, There are not enough words to describe this feeling bring on whoever whenever uh, Tommy Nkiop said this was a match that will be remembered 20, 30 and even 40 years from now can't wait to hear from James and the regulars I'm sure you've uh, you've been listening already Tommy Andrea Johnson said this team just keeps on giving the most exciting nights of my life never giving up never doubting they could do it keeping a boss as scoreless what a vision for the last goal Trent gets legend status for that alone what a club what a club Vincent Family said I'm normally one of the first on here to see what's up and see if you're all as excited as I am but tonight I've been laying on my cold living room floor in a small town in Germany for at least the last 30 minutes a grown man of 45 giggling and crying like a little schoolgirl. what a magical night thank you Jürgen thank you Liverpool FC thank you to all the fans who created that incredible atmosphere in the stadium tonight if I live to be a thousand I'll never forget that night Nick Cross said this is why we all love this club nights like this don't happen anywhere else but at Anfield see you in Madrid boys Jed McDonald Donald said, I didn't hold out much hope, but held the hope close to my chest. I will never forget David Fairclough in 77 when we needed three. And I will never forget this collective. For me, definition of all that has uh, all that has ever been our club. The boys that have gone before would have been proud. Tracy Spaseri said, this team, everyone played their part. What a game. James Rowland said, what an atmosphere. Have no voice after tonight. And Lewis Cox said, possibly the greatest night of my life. I think that's the perfect way to end the messages. But before I do go, I just like to introduce our final three callers Alex Watts, Mark Baker and a clearly stunned Owen Thomas The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo Hello Alex Watt from Did It Cross The Line podcast and I'm in bits what have we just witnessed, I don't know how Liverpool have just done that I don't don't think I've caught my breath yet Um, I mean, imagine having the audacity to call this Liverpool team bottlers. The mental strength they have just shown tonight, the resilience, the fight. Wow. And yeah, imagine not loving football. What <laughs> what a night. Um, I mean, I'm a nervous wreck as well, because even after scoring four goals, we had to see it out. So every Barcelona attack, I was just in absolute bits. Um yeah, I don't know how Liverpool keep doing this in Europe. Like, Liverpool and European comebacks is... It's unbelievable. And every player to a man just put in an outstanding performance tonight. And, yeah, we're in another Champions League final. I can't quite believe it. Um, like, this morning, I was pretty chilled out, you know. 
I just wanted Liverpool to put in a good performance, um, but I felt 3-0 was just going to be too much against a side with Messi and Suarez in. We had no away goal. We were out, you know, we were without Salah and Firmino. It, it seemed a step too far, but then obviously an hour before the game, I was then <laughs> fully believing that we could do it again and pull off the comeback because that's what we do as Liverpool supporters. But even then, I thought I was probably kidding myself. So... To see it happen is is something else. I mean, the atmosphere at Anfield was incredible tonight and obviously the team got off to a flying start and really the difference between this and the first leg ultimately was that the players were so clinical this time and they took their chances and Divock Origi again popping up and then Ginny bloody Wijnaldum, what a man. I mean, you know... It just felt like it wasn't going to be our night at times because so many decisions were, you know, not going our way. Um, I mean, Suarez's antics are not as fun when he's doing it to you. <laughs> and he's not on your side, I have to say. You know, obviously him kicking out at Robbo and taking him out was just horrible to see. And if there's one player you don't want to see going off at half time, it's Andy Robertson because he's so important to how we attack, of course. But then the irony is that he goes off and the man who comes on to replace him, Ginny Wijnaldum, makes the big difference with two goals. And the irony that Suarez had an effect on this tie, just not in the way he probably intended. Um, Yeah, I thought Barcelona's gamesmanship was so frustrating. So, yeah, it was unbelievable to, to come through that as well. I mean... Yeah, the starting lineup was more or less what we expected. I was surprised Ginny didn't start, but he certainly had an effect when he came on. Um, Hendo and Fabinho absolutely bossed the midfield tonight. Trent was phenomenal at right back. I felt like he was a big miss in the first leg, and we saw the difference he made tonight. And yeah, Trent Alexander-Arnold with that quick corner, which basically secured the win. I mean... What a performance. You know, he's 20 years old and it is crazy the way Barcelona switched off for that and such an opportunistic goal wins it for us. You know, kind of just sums up how on it the Liverpool players were all night. And yeah, we rode our luck at the back for sure. But Alisson, Van Dijk and Matip were all on top, top form tonight. Some of the saves Alisson made tonight, you know, he proved why he's one of the best keepers in the world, why we paid all that money for him. He made such a difference tonight. Um, yeah, just imperious performances all over the pitch. And to keep Messi quiet and score four goals against Barcelona. Wow. Um, yeah, Origi needs a statue built outside Anfield for some of the big goals he's popped up with this season. And yeah, we're in the Champions League final. And by the way, we're still in the hunt for the Premier League as well. I don't think we'll we'll quite do that one, but to have the Champions League within our reach now, because, yeah, I think it would be criminal if this Liverpool side didn't win a trophy this season because they've been so unbelievable this season. And, yeah, we're on the verge of it. We are on the verge of winning the Champions League for the sixth time. Right, hopefully that wasn't too much rambling because I am quite excited and blown away i'm gonna go celebrate now what a performance what a night up the reds cheers mark baker reflecting on liverpool versus barcelona at anfield in the champions league semi-final second leg in what turned out to be one of the most extraordinary games in the i would imagine in the competition's history and liverpool football club's history as a whole
whilst Barcelona are not the side that they once were, and the foundations have crumbled around Messi, while whilst Messi has kept the, the side competitive and winning trophies, the scale of the achievements to come back from 3-0 down is an unbelievable performance. And I think it's a good real time to reflect on Klopp's tenure at Anfield and the fact that he's now entering his second European Cup final and likely to amass 97 points within a league season. Now, Liverpool are a very, very good side and have elite players, a few elite players scattered within their side as well. The recruitment from the manager has been fantastic and he's also improved the players at his disposal, which is the key part of any coach. And I think the outstanding coaching job over the last few years has been that of Diego Simeone at Atletico Madrid for just them reasons that I've just highlighted and it has allowed his side to compete at a level against teams better financed with better technical players that shouldn't have been possible really and I think sometimes when we consider Jürgen Klopp sometimes he's a victim of his own success in the, in the finals that he's got to he's always got there with teams who probably shouldn't have been in the final anyway in the first place and against opposition who were, who were expected to beat his sides in the final and that's been a level of man management and a level of coaching acumen that has allowed him to achieve them heights really and ultimately it's just fell short but it's the same with the league pursuit against Manchester City this, this year if you look at Liverpool as a squad of players at times they struggle to play through midfield. They haven't got a player that every other of the top teams have. The player who's got craft from midfield, who combines midfield to attack. Liverpool don't have that player. And they also lost their best player in Felipe Casino last season. And when you factor them things together, the lack of that imagination of that player and also losing your best player. I don't know of any other side who's complete, competed and achieved the level that Liverpool have and amassed the points total with that being the case. Now, you think about the game today. Magnificent in terms of tactically. The, the risk-reward taken by Liverpool was just about right and it's so difficult to do, especially when you've got to factor in that you've got to contain Messi at the same time as chase the game. And I think Liverpool at times, it was it was, it was similar at times for, for Liverpool, especially towards the end of the first half where they struggled to play through midfield. But the game plan of playing off first contacts in the final third and using their superior power, pace and energy to suffocate Barcelona in their own half and create chances from that paid dividends and within that I think I mean it's hard to pick out individuals but Trent Alexander-Arnold is a special special footballer from right back I think I mentioned before about his ability to break lines but that actual delivery from the corner the ability to first of all see it have the vision to see it but then to have the execution to be able to play that ball in 
I, I, I can't put into words how good his season has been. And it's almost like having a quarterback, a right-back. But this is what Klopp's done. He makes every player better that he gets his hands on. And he's able to extract absolutely the maximum out of each individual. And I really hope, not just because I'm a Liverpool supporter, but I really hope he gets the trophy that he deserves in the, in the Champions League final. Because when you factor in the money spent with the detailed coaching and improvement, so it's the combination of the two, when you factor in that his net spend is nowhere near some of the rivals he is competing against, I think it'd just be good for coaching in general, as opposed to just Liverpool fans, if he was to win some, because his body of work deserves that um, over the course of it. An outstanding manager, outstanding manager, and Liverpool are very, very lucky to have him. And I really hope they can complete the job for him. Hi, this is Owen from Cop On Podcast. Um. I'm in the suburbs of Paris. Uh, there are people hooting and wailing outside. Um, the time is 11.40pm. I've no idea what time Liverpool against Barcelona finished. I have absolutely no idea how long ago that was because I've just been sitting still with roughly... 450 messages on my phone and I mean it was easy wasn't it you've been listening to the blood red podcast from the Liverpool Echo